The following may contain language that is not suitable for all audiences. It's time for the bells. That's enough of the bells. All right, back to our our own personal little water buffalo lodge here, which is the Low Fact Podcast. And what are we pound on? Booze and smokes. Woo! Or is it alcohol and tobacco? It's the same thing, bro. Still on the search for. I like I like alcohol and tobacco better. Still on the search for my little firecracker. Yeah, where is she, bro? Uh, I think she's pretty late to the party, and I think she decided to go somewhere else. <laughs> well, why did that bitch get somewhere else? Oh, I can't be using the expressions like bitches anymore on the podcast. I may get canceled. Well, lucky for you, we don't get paid for anything, so. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything these days. Sure it does. People are going to try and, like, catch. Oh, you mean, like... You gotta be like... Well, that's the whole motivation for canceling somebody, right? You want to cut them off at the knees, keep them from making any making a livelihood, try and, like, destroy their lives. Well, if you're not making any money doing something, and Hey, so speaking of canceling, I know you have a, probably have a topic, but speaking of canceling, I guess they've been trying to cancel Joe Rogan, but it didn't really go very well. Well, I don't know. I mean, he shouldn't have apologized, I don't think. Yeah, but he kind of had to. Why? That's just expected. But what did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. So why apologize? Mm-hmm. So that's that's the reason why I don't like apologies. It's not because it's a sign of weakness. It's not because of anything. It's just it's it's theater. Yeah. You should you should you know okay you should feel bad for doing something wrong or doing something bad. That's a given. Great. So you can say I'm sorry. Such and such feels that way. Well, that's a non-apology apology. That's something that uh, assholes do. So what would you say? What would be a, a way of saying it without apologizing? Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying he should have done one thing or another. I'm just saying. Well, actually, I am saying, right? I said he shouldn't have apologized. But if he didn't do anything wrong. But how would he, how would he address it without apologizing? Well, do it the way all the, all the people in his, in his uh, chosen field of, of money-making endeavor do. Which is what? Oh, say, I'm sorry someone feels that way, or, you know. But it's not, but that's not a real apology. Right. You know. Yeah. You know, the, the whole... I mean, the only reason it seems like they're attacking Rogan is because he had some people on that were questioning stuff. Like, people that, the actual guys... That, that know the facts about the vaccines well, and so, their efficacy or lack thereof. So that's why that's why I feel that this whole idea, even sometimes when you say, you know, oh, you know, discussion has gone out the window. There should be room for healthy debate, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't know that anybody feels that way. Oh, and he, he, he got, that's right. He got, he got the coronavirus and then he took one of the other one of the treatments 
Right. Well, as far as I'm concerned, he they're all treated pretty well. He said it went pretty well. And that's the other thing. There are a lot of off. There are a lot of there are a lot of off-label treatments uh, that people have used, or there are some off-label treatments that people have used that have been very effective. Right. But you know, when you say this is the only thing that works and it doesn't work, and you know, I'm just I'm just sitting there going, do what works. Right. You know, you throw the kitchen sink at everything in every other situation, but then in a situation where you want one thing to happen, all of a sudden now the kitchen sink approach is no good. So how many, here's my question, is how many people died because they politicized these these alternative treatments, if they were indeed effective? Probably lots. Yeah. But I, I don't think, while I, while I, 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 I know that there is the, the, desire to well you know what I, I don't even know what I was going to say screw it okay well moving right along uh, I haven't got a, you got some stuff you want to talk about right actually it's, it's it is, actually it is kind of appealing to sit there and think no no didn't get it <laughs> didn't come back I thought it, I thought I got it back but it didn't it didn't come back okay so we're going to talk about Russia and the Ukraine or not uh I say we we could, but everybody else is talking about it, and you know, people are people are being dusted off and, and and making money where they can to come back and. The only thing that really struck me as kind of weird was was all the you know all the Democrat higher ups, all the Democrats going on about talking about freedom and liberty all of a sudden after the last three years. I was like, well, that's. Well, Seems a little disingenuous to me. It is disingenuous. I, I agree with you there, but I don't think that they were talking about freedom and liberty. They were really saying you need to now back. We need to, to stand behind the president and back blah blah blah. And I'm sitting there going, well, where were you when it, when it was time to stand behind the president and back blah 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 when it was the president that you didn't like or didn't want? Oh no way. Well, no, they they were they were crowing very loudly about how they were being. Patriots and freedom fighters and lovers of democracy by being a contrarian, mm-hmm. and so why does that? I want to know why that shoe doesn't fit just as well on this other foot. Because it's not their guy. Again, that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> but that's the reason, though. Okay, well, if that's if that is indeed the reason, <clears throat> then that reason is insufficient. I think that's the reason. You know, there are there are some things that that require. There are some things that are black and white that that you know that that require consist- consistency. You know, like when I say I believe in fate, it is inconsistent for me to say I believe in fate, but you know, I can change things. That that's you know. Those are two. But wait, 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 wait. Those, those aren't merely two contradictory statements. There are two statements that cannot exist together. Oh, so <laughs> we just watched a Hallmark movie, <laughs> and in the Hallmark movie, one of the actresses in the movie said, "God provides opportunities, but then you need to take the opportunities when they're provided to you." Is that fate? <laughs> <laughs> 
to take the opportunity to, or to not take the opportunity? No, that's you. That's a choice. That's you being active. That's you trying to do, like I said, I believe in fate. Okay. And I also try not to tempt it at the same time. However, this is where I have difficulty with the philosophy. Fate, if something's supposed to happen, then you what? You you're just going to take the opportunity anyway? No, it doesn't matter if you take the opportunity or not. <sighs> See, this is where I have difficulty though, because I'm like, that's that's your that's like a positive action on your part, right? Like the opportunity presents itself. Now, if you choose to ignore it or you don't see it, you're saying that it doesn't matter? Yeah. The only things that you So God's like, here's this lifeboat. Oh, here's this guy coming by. You're drowning in the middle of the ocean and God sends a fucking boat. Uh-huh. And you're like, I'm wait. I'm going to wait until God saves me. And then God sends another fucking boat, right? And you don't take the boat and then you drown. That's your fault. Because God sent you a boat, but you didn't take, you didn't get in the boat. You're not thinking that if you're supposed to drown, right? <laughs> you could get on that boat and that boat still sinks. <laughs> now, if I'm in the, if I'm in the water and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying my best to live mm-hmm. and a boat shows up, I'd be pretty stupid to sit there and say, I'm waiting for God to miracle my ass on dry land. I mean, that's the literal parable, right? Or the literal story that everybody talks about. But I mean, there's got to be a lot of, it's the reality of it's not, it's not usually that you're drowning. I mean, the reality is, is that God might present you with an opportunity. If you don't take that opportunity, don't you miss that opportunity? Not if that's the opportunity. Not if, not if that was supposed to indeed happen. And again, I'm not saying that that's, Anyone can believe whatever they want. But it would be rather foolish to not take opportunities, not because it might result in a positive or negative result, but the things that we do are the ways that we cope. Sitting around waiting for something to happen will basically make you go insane. Okay. So, you know, you do stuff. You keep trying, knowing that your efforts might not lead to your idea of success. But the alternative is pretty hellish in and of itself. You sitting around wondering why nothing is happening. But if God presents you with an opportunity and you deliberately ignore it or you fail to see it, you are saying it doesn't matter. Because if it's supposed to happen, it will still happen. You might have got that right. Well, you're kind of... I'm having problems with if you deliberately don't take it. Or if you ignore it. Same thing. If you ignore it, that's deliberately not taking it. Mm-hmm. That is a deliberate act on your part saying, no, I want to have it my way. Mm-hmm. That's the whole free will thing. I don't know if it is. It could be. It could be. But, you know, just just sitting around and doing nothing or just sitting around saying, I'm, I'm waiting for it to happen the way I want it. Right. That's, I mean, that strikes my gut as pretty, pretty foolish. 
because well, people are foolish like a lot of, all the time. Yeah, and there are all, there are also lots of external. I mean, we're not. It's not like we're sitting here and there's like one thing that needs to happen, but we always think that. Like, that's kind of how we think. Like people, well, that's how I think. Like people who want economic security. Well, first of all, there's no such thing. Anything can be taken away from you in a in a nanosecond. There's there's no amount of of insuring against the bad or the perceived bad. And and you know when you sit around thinking, oh, you know, my life would be great if I just didn't have to worry if I had tons of money and didn't have to worry about surviving, mm-hmm. right? Your survival isn't dependent on 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 tons of money. And having all that money, now all of a sudden you have like tons of other worries. If if having your your physical needs met were enough, then people in solitary confinement in jail should be the happiest people on earth. <laughs> well, I would argue that you don't get well, everything you need when you're in solitary confinement. Sure, you do. You got you got food. Well, what about companionship? Well, all now, now all of a sudden that that becomes another need. You need companionship now. I do. I mean, I need to have some. I I would get crazy in solitary confinement. Most people would because you know. But okay, so you're in general population of a. What if it was like a model prison? Right. Where everyone's housed, fed, and you have people around. That sounds fine. So as long as there's nobody trying to rape you or anything. Okay, let's get rid of that. Okay. There's no rape. There's no, there's no, there's no physical intimidation. Yeah. None none of that's, none of that's, none of that's around. You still think that you'd be happy? No, because you'd be in confinement. Oh, so now you need to be free. (laughs) Yeah. That's my point. It's never going to be enough. There's never enough. You're never going to have enough money. You're never going to have enough stuff. The way we're the way we're wired, you you want something else. Well, why is that, Dave? Why do we always want more? I'm not going to go down that road. You know. No, because 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 that road is is. There are people that sit there and say, "Oh, well, it's because of broken nature, and we need God." Uh huh. Okay, and that's where it ends. I'm like, okay, fine. But then, you know, it's not God that's given us the problems. It's the administrators of God's bounty. Other people. The administrators of God's bounty. Well, that's kind of what I, I feel like clergy is. Wow. And... Because all people are pretty easily corruptible or corrupt. I mean, I can I can say with all confidence that anybody in a that is in the political elite in any country corrupt. Anybody who has amassed any kind of fortune. So would that include the corrupt. higher ups? From the the higher-ups to the middlings. Maybe even low-level folks. Well, that's disappointing. It is, but it's true. 
And it doesn't have to be that way. It's a constant fight, is basically what I'm saying. There isn't some point where you can go, ah, everything's good, and now it'll be good, and, you know, now I'm done. Well, I've always had this expectation about anybody, whether it's like a Buddhist teacher, whether it's clergy, and the, whether it's a priest in the Catholic Church or whatever, I have an idea in my mind of what that person should be. And I'm always, I'm usually disappointed. Well, shouldn't you really be having in mind what you should be and kind of concentrate on that. Well, yeah. But that that is that is the the problem. But I expect like a priest to inspire me. Again, again, that is the problem, right? Because we don't live in a vacuum. Or I look around at the pe- other people in the church service and I say, you know, you know, continuing the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago of I get a little disappointed right when I see people who are scared about stuff or whatever I'm like why are you scared you're supposed to have faith so I think if you have strong faith you, you have no have, doubt well, you sh- well, you, you're going to have doubts but it should help you with your fears sure Right. So at that point, isn't it really okay? So that person doesn't have the faith that they say they do. The whole, the know. whole, everything that's been going on for the past couple of years, and again, this is a rehash of what I've been saying, but I think that it has illustrated to me concretely that we're basically stupid, cowardly. And uh, sheep-like. And in spite of all that, we're, we're considered the, the pinnacle of the species on Earth. I mean, if that's not, if that's not an illustration or, or kind of positive proof, not just evidence, proof of how loving... <laughs> God is to us that I don't know what is. And, you know, people, uh, people try to say like, uh, the folks that, that, that worship themselves try to say, Oh, you know, you don't, you don't want to have agency in your own life. Oh, you just like sit around waiting for stuff to happen. Like that's, that's really simplistic. Um, because these people talk about how, you know, they're so evolved and so, you know, they're taking control and blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that, right? That's what you mean by agency? Well, yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm, and I'm sitting there going, well, if that is the case, then why aren't you living the life that you think you should be living? That, nobody wants to hear that. Oh, though. because, you know, something else is against me, but you're the, you're the shit. You're in control. You have the reins. How come you ain't, you know, surrounded by strippers and microwavable burritos? <laughs> and yes, I believe it's, it's burritos and hookers, Dave. But well, I I don't. Uh, strippers and hookers are basically the same. I mean, oh, 
I, I'm sure there's a lot of strippers that would disagree with you there. Because it's a matter of degree? <laughs> there probably is degrees of strippers. Well, to us, there are degrees. But, you know, a wrong is a wrong. Sex trade, I suppose. Yeah. A wrong is a wrong. And to sit there and say... Well, I remember uh, years ago when uh, when one of our one of our fellow podcast people were talking about how like um, the U.S. was was torturing people. This one particular terrorist, and and I was like, well, yeah, but it's nothing compared to the to the torture those terrorists did. And her and the response was, oh, two wrongs don't make a right. I'm like, well, you're right, but. It seems to make a difference when you're the one involved. Yeah, if you're the one being tortured. Yeah, I would. I would much and rather. Like, then you're being. It's like tortured. I mean, by I would. The military versus tortured by. I would much rather be interrogated. You know. If I had to be. Right. In an enhanced interrogation situation. Yeah. I would rather be enhanced by the U.S. government. Than the yeah one IRA would, one would hope the U.S. government's not going to pull out your fingernails the provisional wing of the IRA or like some criminal right organization but there isn't that much difference between the two is which is all I don't think they drill your hands in the military do they well they can't <laughs> yeah there's some rule there are some rules you know when 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 people go to uh, to to Sears school or you know get training on trying to to withstand being uh interrogated in air quotes it's not like it's not like the guys at that course can do what happens in the yeah out in the out you know out in the sticks out in the boonies yeah but I don't think I would withstand into any kind of interrogation. Well, I don't think I don't think anyone should have to. It wouldn't. It would be over pretty quick. You know, I I I would I would love for some utopian society to exist where everyone basically doesn't prey on other people. But that's not that's not the existence I was born into. It seems like in society, one of the things. I mean, look. Uh, Think life is much easier, as hard as life is, in a group than it is by yourself. But oddly enough, when you're in the group, everyone's trying to take advantage of everyone else in some way. Even the people that sit there and say, no, 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 I just want to be alone and do my thing. Like, you're not living out in some backwoods area by yourself. Huh. I I think it's I think it's quite comical when, when, when I hear people's who make money doing podcasts saying, I just want to be left alone and do my thing. Uh, and I'm like, your survival, your, your standard of living is dependent on other people not leaving you alone. Right? I mean, you can't, we, I cannot sit here and say, I just want to be left alone to do my thing. Because really, all right, then go do your thing. You don't need to live in a city. You don't need to 
You don't need to have Wi-Fi internet and, you know, access to books and, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like that. So do you think more in the podcast vein, do you think people who are the more the more extreme gets more uh, attention? I don't know, man. I've seen some really extreme podcasts that I don't give any attention to. Yeah. Because I don't... Like, I, there's enough in my life that makes me upset, right? Like, whether it's, like, radio, TV, a lot of the news, just... I'm like... I don't want... So when I listen to a podcast, I don't want to listen to another thing that's going to make me upset. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. Um... But maybe people enjoy getting upset. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't particularly enjoy slasher movies. But supposedly, right? Those are one of the most profitable. Well, some people do enjoy those movies. Again, that's the most profitable type of movie there is. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Yeah. And lots of people want to see that. And I'm just. I'm just like I don't. Yeah, it's like one one Hollywood guy made that movie and made a movie, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, you can do horror movies ultra cheap, and people love it." I've been I've been scared. I mean, how long have they been doing that for now? I've Fucking been scared shitless multiple times in my life. I have no desire to go sit in a dark room and and be scared shitless by proxy. Well, that's probably why though. What? Let's see, I'm thinking that most people that like slasher movies, horror movies, movies that are kind of have all that disturbing shit in them, they've probably not been through disturbing shit in their life one would think but dis- there's no there's no objective standard for disturbing well I would call disturbing something that's like terrifying again there's no objective standard for that either what could what could terrify the socks off of you yeah might kind of excite me a little bit I don't like uh possessed dolls or clowns I don't see why any reasonable person would but I think it's probably because I saw a movie when I was very young that had something like that in it I don't remember but it's always been there in my psyche I don't think it needs to be that way I mean that could be a possible root of it you just think I might just not like the idea of a possessed doll well do you think if you saw a possessed doll You'd be oh. all like, you'd be all like, yeah, you know. I think I would just like scream, shit myself, and like faint. In that order? Yes. <laughs> or maybe shit myself, scream, and then faint. Or faint and then shit yourself and scream. No, That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> That'd be one of those things where people are like, oh. I don't think you can shit yourself and, and scream if you're if you're unconscious. I think yeah, sure you can scream if you're unconscious. People have night terrors all the time. Yeah. Hey, are you a night? Are you a night walker? Oh, what? Do you do you sleepwalk? No. Apparently, I'm a sleepwalker. When I was still many many, I don't know about now, but many many years ago, um, when I was actually in a relationship and living with a girl, she said I used to get up and walk around all the time, and she would have conversations with me. And then the next morning, I would have no recollection of any of that. So I would have conversations with her when I was seemingly awake, but I was not. I think I have done it as a young child. Yeah. But, um... That's just really weird to me. 
It is. It is. Like, how can you be like wide awake, eyes open, but not but asleep? It's kind of weird. Yeah, well, you know. So we didn't really talk about Russia and the Ukraine. Well, what's there to say? What, what were you... Well, no, I, I know that you're like, you, you kind of have somewhat of a background in uh, global affairs and things. So I was just wondering if you had an opinion on any of it, or do you just not want to go there? Well, it's not that because I don't... Because everybody's talking about it. It's not that I don't want to go there. It's, it's like, um, it's that... I don't know that I can put forth an opinion that isn't already out there. Okay. And even if I could. Because I've heard both sides now and it's like very, it's very binary. It's very, it's like, there's like what seems like where the conservatives are coming from and then there's what the left is saying and it's like very uniform. Well, aren't they, isn't everyone in power singing the same song? Uh... Mostly, yeah. Well, the only person that, that I've heard that is like a little bit different about it is Tucker Carlson, and now the left's a, a, accusing him of... Appeasement. Appeasement and supporting a evil dictator. Because he... And, and he didn't even come out and say he was for Putin. He just came out and said, maybe we should be more focused on well, he never, what's going on in this country. I do, right? I, do, I do remember his stuff, and I don't think he ever was in support of that. He was saying, look, we've got, we've got, we've got problems of our own here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't see why we should go focus on somebody else's problems. See, the difficulty I have with everybody that's like, seems like they're very, very, all of a sudden, very, very engaged and interested in what's happening. When previously, I don't know that they were giving too much thought to the Ukraine or geo geopolitics in that part of the world. All of a sudden, they're all fully engaged and experts. But I'm like, are you going to go fight? Like, like I, I don't think any of these people are really want to do anything other than say something about it on social media or whatever. But I'm like, you're not going to go and do anything about it, right? I mean, you're not going to go and do anything about it. So what's the point of even talking about it unless you're going to do something about it? I mean, why? Why, why even, you know, I, I, I don't know. It just feels... It feels disingenuous to me. It just doesn't. It doesn't hit me right. Well, that's probably what it is because while I would love to go fight, mm -hmm. that's all I ever wanted to do, <laughs> and now I'm too old to fight. <laughs> I guess you're getting there. Well, I'm too old to to be. Yeah, you're not going to be infantry. Well, I, well, I, well, I could be, but I, I'm too old to be like a platoon sergeant or you know a company commander. Yeah. I've missed, you know, or, or, a, or, a, or a, a platoon leader. I mean, that's I've I've missed that boat by anywhere between twenty to <laughs> ten to twenty years. So, but war's big business, right? So, oh, most definitely. Um, I'm always that's always in the back of my mind when people are banging the drums for war, and I'm like, I don't, 
I don't think we should be. I mean, do do people really want there to be a fucking conflict with Russia? I'm like, that would be if it can enrich them. I would imagine yes. But think about where it could end up. I don't think that that's like think about the the end result of an escalation. I mean, there was there well, was I... a, there was a woman I was watching on. She was some. I think she was Russian, but she was here in the United States, and and she's written a book about Putin and things, and she, and she was saying this is, is that all... Khrushchev's granddaughter. I don't know. It might be. She a professor at the New School. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember her name. But she was she was on the the morning show on one of the, it was one of the Fox morning shows and um, she was saying some fucking scary shit and you could tell that the the anchors were like oh like and what do you like, mean what do you mean scary shit well she was saying you know the end she was she was talking about he wants to rebuild the USSR basically bring in all the you know all, yeah. all the nation states all the satellite states that. No, no longer part of the Warsaw Pact. Yeah, and and then she was like, you know, the end game is he wants control of that in that part of the world, and and then she was like, and if she she basically said the end end result if if things escalate, she was talking about nukes, possible. And, I, and, and that just chilled everybody's shit, right? Like, they were just like, oh. Well, it is possible, but I don't... I think I think that would be, like, the unintended end goal because the folks in that club, they want more. Well, we all want more. But the folks in that club that have gotten that much, they just want more of what they got. <clears throat> so this whole idea of, like, such such world grand poobah is a madman or is crazy or is whatever that 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 doesn't while it's while it's it's fun and easy to say you know such and such is a nazi such and such is evil such and such is whatever but when such and such only wants you know 24 karat gold wrap burritos mm-hmm. then they're really not wanting to have something happen that jeopardizes that you know the whole the whole so and so wants to rule in hell and serve in heaven I'm just like really you think that you think that a person that has the power over of life and death over his fellow man which I don't think should have should happen and has more luxury and more power or whatever than anyone really has a right to. You think that they want, they're wanting to try something that will diminish that. So then with that in mind, Saddam Hussein was supposed to be some weird, some madman thug, whatever, right? Who just didn't care. He's crazy. He's evil, blah, blah, blah. I would think that someone like that wouldn't give a crap about anything. And when, like, you know, the stuff was closing in, he'd just push whatever dirty bomb or chemical weapon that he has available and just say, you know, fuck all y'all. Instead, he was found by, you know, special forces trying to hide and get out of wherever he was. Right. 
But he did some pretty evil shit. No doubt. I didn't say he didn't, but you know, it's not like it's not like he was willing to give any of that up. But I'm trying not that I can get into the head of of Vladimir Putin, but I'm just trying to I'm scratching my head about where this where this ends up for him, you know. I'm just like, well, I mean, he's obviously been thinking about this a long time. These actions, right? So I'm like, well, what's, what is the fucking end? What is this end goal? Well, maybe my my initial assessment about of us being dumb is pretty much correct all across the board. You know, I'll use a I'll use a statement that Tucker Carlson throws out a lot, and him talking about government folks, uh, politicians, you know, world poobahs. Yeah. And saying, oh, these are the these are like the stupidest people. They're low IQ people that don't have any marketable skills and wouldn't be able to to, to survive outside mm-hmm. of government and blah blah blah. Right? Yeah. When he says that, my first thought isn't, yeah, you're right. They're fucking dunces. My first thought is, how stupid are we that we've let this happen? Us, the greatest folks, the people that run the the, that but run I, the country. I don't think Vladimir Putin is is stupid. Definitely not. How can you be stupid? And, and, and he's, he's, been, he's been very lucky. You know? Um, so then I'm like, because everybody's talking about, you know, he hasn't really thought this through. And, you know, he doesn't have enough troops. He doesn't have enough resources to sustain this. He, he doesn't have enough, you know, money. He doesn't have enough X, Y, Z to be able to, like, basically keep these cities and keep the Ukraine and keep doing what he's doing. But I'm just like, if he doesn't, then what's he doing? You know? Who knows? I don't know. I mean, he's supposed to have squirreled away boatloads of, of cash. Right. I remember seeing something years ago saying that... Well, I remember uh, when he imprisoned all those billionaires and stuff and took their company. Well, that's what I was saying about, you know, there's no such thing as security. What you got can be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and some of them are probably still in prison, aren't they? Well... You know, that's, you play, you play high stakes. You can, you can lose. Well, you play any stakes you can lose, but the higher the stakes, the more you got to lose. Right. And I'm not saying that being imprisoned for like, you know, mega billionaire is, is, is like, they don't have any more to lose than, than Joe Schmo that's going to drive in a truck. But I, I haven't heard anybody really, like, everything that everybody's saying is pure speculation. And I haven't heard anything that really, like, when I hear them say it, that sits right with me right now. I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't think anybody knows. And I don't think anybody knows where it's going to end up either. You know? Well, you know. I think I think there's I think that things have been put into motion. That might be a plan. I don't know it was a person's plan. It's his plan. Well, I don't know that it's uh, just because someone's doing something doesn't mean it's their plan. Well, who who's, who else's plan would it be? Again, it doesn't have to be a person's plan. It fucking looks like a plan to me. Right, but it doesn't have to be one concocted by a person. If it is, that person's incredibly scary. Well, this chick was saying, the same chick, whose name I can't remember, was saying he's been planning this for 20 years. Quite at least, possible. At least. Quite possible. Like, I, I, I guess in his, I guess in some statements in the past, he said, you know, the worst thing, the worst day of his life was when they fucking started pulling apart 
U- the USSR. Well, he was pretty high up in the KGB, right? I mean, he was a colonel, right? Mm-hmm. So his whole, apparently his whole life has been to get to a point where he can rebuild the Russian Empire. Of course, you know, he was a colonel when that happened, and then he went on to to be the grand poobah of the country that he was, like, part of. And I'm just like, worst day. It seems like it came, it worked out pretty good for you. You could have done a lot of stuff. <clears throat> but why would he do something that would jeopardize that, though? Why does anybody do things that would jeopardize stuff? I don't know that there's a, I don't know that there's a logical reason. Yeah. That's the part I can't get my head around. But, you know, I am, I am, uh, I, I feel like you're being cagey. I'm not, I'm heartened by the saying that Russia's never as weak as it seems and it's never as strong as it seems either. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of what it, what, uh, kind of proof, right? Why, why do you want to take over the Ukraine? I don't know. They already had Crimea, right? I they think already they, annexed Crimea. They did. So in they 2014. Had, well, they had the Black Sea Fleet and everything. So I was like, I don't know. Well, he's already got the port. But again, you know, he wants more. Okay, I think there's probably ways to do more. I think, I think there are ways to do more, and have everyone. This is the thing. When you don't have anything, you kind of buy into the rising tide rises all ships, and you believe. You believe whatever activist saying, I'm going to make life better for you. Mm -hmm. But things change when you get something. All of a sudden, it's like, well, you know, I don't need this rising tide to raise all ships, just mine. You know, the the country, a lot of countries in Africa, their their grand poobahs constantly enriching themselves, stealing money from the the populace, Mm -hmm. which, and this is, Totally off off subject, but that's why I, I always think about Angelina Jolie, thinking, oh, well, you know, they can't steal everything. Get throw more money over there. I was like, what are you, nuts? <laughs> that would suggest that greed is... Um, satiable? There's some kind of a, a right. limit on greed. Right, satiable, that you, can sati- that you can sate greed. I don't think so. Yeah. Greed is one of those things that just feeds on itself. You get more, you want more. That's a pretty funny thing she said. They can't take all the money. Of course, it was about the last time I watched 60 Minutes. That's a while ago, bro. That's over a decade. Is it still on? Yes. So, the, I, I just don't feel like anybody knows anything. Well, that's true, but that doesn't that shouldn't stop you from trying. You should want to learn. The thing is that but we're... I'm not going to learn it by watching people on TV talk, who don't know anything talking about... Well, yeah, because that's pro- well, it's propaganda, and that's that's the whole that's the whole difficulty. When how can you get rid of propaganda? Propaganda, you can't. I think everything out there is propaganda. But well, like, what do you do? You just ignore it. I'm going to start a movement to ignore propaganda. If you want to live a binary life, do you want to join my uh, join my movement? Well, your movement's doomed to failure. <laughs> snort you can't stop you can't stop that we're just I mean we're too easy, easily hacked but I do think that there's value in trying you just said you can't do anything about it but there's still value in trying that might be the secret to life what 
To 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 try. Futilely. Well, it depends on what you think is futile. <laughs> it's trying if you if you can't succeed, then it's futile. Is it? No. How that seems that's like the definition of futile. Well, maybe we should try. We should change the definition then. The definition of futile would be trying to fix something or trying to change something that you can't change. Trying to do something that you can't succeed at. Yeah. Which is just, which is what you just said. You said trying to counter propaganda is futile. If water can crack rock. Mm -hmm. If a weed can crack rock. Then, yes, we've all seen the weeds in the freeways. Then I think it's kind of worthwhile to keep trying. Okay, so you don't succeed, but you're, you're doing something. So be a, be a weed against the rock. That's be my, a weed in the rocks. That's my philosophy, be a weed. You can't get rid of a weed. Every time you think you've destroyed it, it comes back. Weeds are kind of annoying like that. Well, then I want to be the most annoying person on earth. The annoying weed. So there you go. Be a weed.